had to cross next to my car like people people think people think you don't know what they be doing like somebody be walking and they could cross anywhere but they just happen to cross really close to your car that's so they can look inside your car and see what you got in your car everybody a chance to get in here before we get into this effery because that's all it is it is tomfoolery tomfoolery some bullshit i didn't mean to say that i didn't mean to say that please forgive me Didn't mean to say that. I've been a little lax lately. I've been a little lax lately on uh, cursing. And the reason why is because I haven't been leaving the videos up. So what's the point of not, you know, using profanity? You know, things of that nature. Yeah, but we gotta we gotta talk about this. We got we gotta talk about this foolishness. 
we we got to talk about this 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 foolishness and that's all it really is is foolishness it is it is more foolishness november the third set the tone for something very messed up and very dangerous and i'm gonna tell you the truth i'm honestly reconsidering running for public office maybe when i get a little bit older because you know the the level of corruption is just it's it it it's it has reached its peak like the stench of it the stench of it is is so blatantly disgusting blatantly disgusting blatantly disgusting like but before we go into that same rules as yesterday apply we need 20 people we need 20 people off the rip to contribute to the channel because after all last time i checked this is still america Last time I checked, we're still capitalists. Or at least I thought we were. I thought we were capitalists. Make sure you support the show. Make sure you go to Cash App, dollar sign, The Angry Man. Make the Cash App ring during the stream. We need 20 people off the rip. And with 138 people in here, it should be absolutely no problem to get 20 people. And I know what you're going to say, but angry man, you said 10% of the audience. It ain't but 138 people in here. That's not 200 people. It'll get to 200 soon enough. And I don't complain when it's 800 people in here and I don't get 80 contributors. So we need 20 people. Hit the joint, man. SKC says CNN wrote an article blaming game stonk on. <laughs> oh, my God. Artisan appreciate you. He said, get into this, my brother. Oh, you know, we going to get into this. We going to get into this for real. We gonna get into this, but we before we before we get into this, we gotta we, we gotta we gotta get we gotta get these cash apps. We gotta pay some bills. You feel me? Shout out to One Eyed One for hitting the cash app. Appreciate you, bro. Come on, y'all. We need twenty people. Twenty people. Twenty people.
Okay. Shout out to my man Ronan. The Book of Ronan. He said, for the conservative OG, you got my vote. Appreciate you, bro. Let's see. Chief. No, excuse me. Chef BD. He said, the states didn't block everyone from buying a billion in Powerball tickets, but you can't buy GameStop. John Henry said, been a while. AM lost my wallet last week. I've been here though, just haven't been able to contribute all love, OG. Hey man, long as you're here, bro. I appreciate you being present. You feel me? I appreciate you being present, man. Come on now. I know we got some new people in here that ain't never contributed. I know we got some new folks in here that ain't never contributed. Go ahead and hit the hit the cash app, broski. Hit the cash app, broski. So we can get into this topic. This is a juicy one. This is a juicy topic. In fact, I might not even wait until we get 20 contributors because I want to talk about this so bad. Maria, appreciate you. Appreciate the super sticker. So, you know, I, I, I woke up, better yet, let me, while we're waiting for those 20 people, we still need 18. While we're waiting for those 20 people, let me give you a little bit of background. Because yesterday, you know, I gave everybody the, the, the speech. I gave everybody the preamble. I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to try to do the show at 2 o'clock. Failed miserably at that today, right? And then I told you guys I was going to do the show at 9 o'clock last night, right? And unfortunately, it did not go that way. If you remember, yesterday, Young Soul Shader was in here in the chat room. And what he basically did was he put a link up for M1 uh, Financial, M1 Investing, right? And... Killian Z, appreciate you. He put a link up for M1 Financing. And... I basically had never used M1 Financing. And so I wanted to try it out. I wanted to give it a try, right? I wanted to give it a try. So, you know, I ran a couple of little errands that I had to do. Got home. And while I'm eating, while I was eating, you know, I set up my M1 account or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to see how this M1 platform works right so <clears throat> and you know i i already had some stock in in gamestop i didn't have it individually but 
it was it was one of the stocks that was in one of my mutual funds because one of my mutual funds on um stash was just gamer stocks right so gamestop was in there right And I've been had it. I've been had it for a minute. So, yes, I made some money off of GameStop, right? But as I'm setting up the M1 financial, I said, okay, I'm going to set this up. You know, when you set it up, it asks you to put $100. No, I don't. I knew that's why you walked by my car the first time. I ain't got it today, bro. I ain't got it today the way they playing games. Um, Malcolm, appreciate you, bro. He said, this is going to be good. No doubt, man. So, <clears throat> I'm sitting at the table. I'm sitting at the table eating my dinner. I'm trying to set up my M1 account. I said, okay, let me see how this joint works out. And you know, when you first set it up, it asks you to put $100 in there to play around with or whatever. So I dropped like a, I put like $1,000 in there. So I'm like, I'm gonna put $1,000 in here and, and see how this works or whatever. And I'm messing with it. And I actually like the way it's set up. The way it's set up is you make these pies, right? And a pie just consists of, it's almost like you're creating your own mutual fund, right? Each of the pies is like your own mutual fund. And the way it works is when you make your pies or whatever, when you put money into the account, it allocates the money equally if you have it set up for auto, it allocates the money equally across all of the investments that you picked, right? Now, the reason why I didn't do my show last night, I was set up, I was ready to go at nine. The only problem was I was having some difficulties with the M1 setup, like the way I was setting up my pies, it wasn't working right because I didn't want to put just individual stocks in my portfolio. I wanted to categorize them, right? So I wanted to have a pie that was for finance. I wanted to have a pie that was for real estate. I wanted to have a pie that was for uh, information technology. I wanted to have a pie that was for healthcare. I wanted to have a pie for in all of the individual things. So I was having difficulty setting that up, right? And I don't know about you, but the way I operate, if I'm messing with a new system that I'm not familiar with and I can't figure it out right there at that moment, I can't walk away from it and go do something else. I got no. I'm going to sit right here until I figure this out. Until I until I know. Novocaine said I cleaned up on AMC. Word. Until I know how to make this function right, I'm not doing nothing, right? 
I'm, I'm not going nowhere because I was doing something wrong. I couldn't figure out what it was I was doing wrong, but I finally figured it out, right? So once I finally figured it out, it was, it was like, it was around some after 10, right? Once I finally figured out what I was doing wrong. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm not going to do a show late again. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just go ahead and set up my investments and all of this good stuff and all of that. You know, I set up my investments. Um, and then I did some more paperwork, shredded some papers. Um, wrote up some uh, pay for deletion letters for my um, for my credit report, right? Because I'm still trying to get my credit like, let's be honest, I'm trying to get my credit so immaculate that I can pretty much get any kind of house I want. And don't get it twisted, I got good credit. They just sent me out like a freaking American Express card. So I got like, I got like good credit. But I wanted immaculate. You feel what I'm saying? I want to get the lowest interest rate possible, all of that good stuff. Brolic Sports TV. Because the type of house I want to get, I don't want no, I don't want no tiny house, man. I want like a a freaking two floor, a two story house with a fully finished basement, room enough for a pool table, bar. I want like a nice house. I don't want no BS house, right? So after I get done messing with the M1 app, you know, I started messing with my credit. You know, pulling my credit, looking at well, updating my credit, because I have an app. You no, know, I have a, you know, website that I go to that I pay a monthly fee and whenever, you know, every so often I just have to update the credit report to see what's different on it. And so I'm going through looking at everything, looking at, you know, and, and writing down the inquiries that I need to send letters for to get those taken off. And, and I'm just, you know, I'm just doing all of this. So while I'm doing all of this, amongst other you know, uh, clerical things. I pretty much was up all night, just just doing stuff that I needed to do. That you know, sometimes get pushed to the back burner. And so I was up early this morning, right? And so when I set up my M1 account and I made all of these pies. I made one pie, and I'm going to tell you exactly what was in the pie. I'm going to tell you exactly what was in the pie. I made one pie last night. Hold on. Let me get my freaking password. So, I made one pie last night. And just to give you an idea of what this pie had in it, I named the pie Reddit. (laughs) 
I named the pie Reddit. Now, this pie this pie has GameStop AMC Express Blackberry Nokia and Tootsie Roll in it. And it's down. It's down. And we all know why it's down. We all know why it's down. How many of you know why it's down now? DJ said, I buy stock through Cash App. How do I transfer them stocks to another investment app? You can't transfer them. You can't transfer them. You're going to have to sell them. And when you go to the new app, buy them in the new app. That's what I just did. I like, I like, I like the M1 platform so much. I pretty much went to, I went to stash and, and sold all my stock today. I went to stash and sold all my stock because me, I'm looking at it like, okay, the M1 platform, it's set up way better because it even has like, you know, it even has like freaking, let me see, like it's easier, it's, it's easier to use from a financial standpoint because you even have pies that are set up that are expert pies. You even have Vanguard. Like you don't just have stocks. You you got bonds. You got you got all types of investment vehicles in M1, right? And you know, stash. Your options are limited. Your options are very limited. And I'm like. You know, I got thousands of dollars invested into stash, like thousands invested into the portfolio, thousands invested into my IRA. And I'm like, that probably that money probably would have made me a lot more money if I had it in um, if I had it invested in something like, in a, you know, in something like you know, the way M1 has it set up. So I say, you know what? I'm going to sell all of this, right? I'm going to sell all of this. So, and yeah, by doing that, I did create a taxable event. So what? So I sold all of it. And, you know, once, once those funds clear, I'll put those funds into the, um, I'll put those funds into my M1 account, right? So, I was up early this morning, super early. Let me see. Shout out to D Rock Den, appreciate you. Come on, y'all. We just had four people, man. 
We had four people hit the cash app, man. We need 16 more people to hit the cash app. And now we definitely should have no problem getting them because it's 350 people in here. So, I did all of that last night. You know, I went to stash and I set up the sales so that when the bell, you know, after the opening bell, it'll automate those sales or whatever. And then early this morning, I went to sleep. I went to sleep thinking everything's going to be all good. Went to sleep thinking everything was going to be all good, right? But before I went to sleep early this morning, I'm sitting there watching Bloomberg. And all I hear is a bunch of whining and a bunch of Negro splaining. You feel me? I like a bunch of whining. Like, how did this happen? Well, well, this is a phenomenon. We don't understand this. And, well, you know, it, it's just a bunch of lazy bums sitting on their couch, you know, that's part of this Reddit group. And they're just doing this and they're doing that. And it's just a bunch of whiny, a bunch of whiny. And, and I'm just sitting there listening to it. And I'm just, I'm just like, wow, really? Really? This is what you're doing? This is what you're doing? I mean, just incessant whining. And it's like, oh, it, it ain't no fun when the rabbit have the gun, is it? And, and all I heard through all of the whining. Through all of the complaining, all I heard was, how dare you regular people make money off of the stock market? That's all I heard. That's all I heard. How dare you plebeians? How dare the great unwashed? How dare the lumping proletariats? How dare you make money off of the stock market? How dare you participate in the American dream? How dare you? He said, here goes that cash app. 15 more to go. No, that's not 15 more to go. For everybody watching me, you know. On this show, the 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 uh the quota is 20 cash apps. The quota is 20 cash apps. Not 20 cash apps and combinations of super chats. If y'all want a super chat, I'm not gonna stop you. But I can't count a super chat. As a, as a full contribution because YouTube gets 30% of it. YouTube gets 30% of it. Okay, so that's the reason why. If you ever wonder why I don't count the Super Chats, 
with the cash apps. That's why. Because the cash apps, if you send in $10, I'm getting the majority of that. You feel what I'm saying? That's why I count it like that. But I, I don't trip about people using Super Chat because sometimes you want your message to be on the screen or whatever. You feel what I'm saying? But I appreciate you, though, bro. Shout out to Dark Power. Shout out to Torrance. Shout out to Derek. He said, big bro. Shout out to Jaron. Appreciate y'all. So. That's all I heard. All I heard was. How dare you? See, not only did you, not only did you have a nerve to make a lot of money, because a lot of people made a lot of money off of this situation. But you had the nerve to beat Wall Street at its own game. Because that's really what this is all about. To quote the great George Carlin, it's one big club and you're not a member of it. That's all this proved. See, a lot of you have this messed up perception. The messed up perception that you have is you believe these leaders of industry, these uh, uh, ultra rich, these individuals that come onto your television set that are governors, uh, uh, the president, that are uh, senators, congressmen, you know, uh, Wall Street bankers, uh, talking heads. You believe that these are fair and just individuals. You believe that they're always doing what is in the best interest of the American people. They're not. For the most part, they are a bunch of elitist jerks who sit up there and pretend like the game is fair. And see, I'm so glad that this is happening. The reason why I'm glad it's happening is because you cannot see me as a black man. I've said for a long time. The game is rigged. A lot of us black folks have said for a long time, the game is rigged. But in many cases, and see, this is what makes this a delicate conversation. I do recognize that there are black people out here that ain't hitting on two cent. And they try to use demand and institutional racism as an excuse to why they're not succeeding or why they're not doing what they're supposed to do. But see, that is not true in every case. See, there are some black people out here that are about something, that are trying to get the American dream, and you have this type of goofiness going on 
which in all honesty, I can't even say it's racism. We used to think it was racism, but now that 2020 has passed and, you know, hindsight is always 2020, we can look back at it and realize, you know what? It wasn't racism the whole time. It was elitism. It was elitism. This entire time. Well, maybe not the entire time. If you go back, you know, prior to the, 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 the freaking 90s, it probably was racism. But see, nowadays, the average everyday person has access to the same things that the rich have access to. And some of the people who are average everyday people are actually smarter than some of the people who are rich. And they're beating them at their own game and it's pissing them off. This is why you saw the level of butthurt that you saw on Bloomberg. This is why you see the level of butthurt that you see on Wall Street. Whatever company makes Preparation H, you might want to invest in that right now because I'm pretty sure they're passing around tubes of it on Wall Street. Because the level of butthurt, the level of butthurt is beyond ridiculous. So, some of us have been saying this. We've been saying it. And now it's on display right in front of your face. We are in a game of monopoly where the politicians, most of them, the ultra rich, the Wall Street bankers, we're all playing a game of monopoly. And they're the banker. And while we're playing the game fairly, rolling the dice, you know, going as many paces as we can go, buying the property that we can buy, partaking in the community chest, going to jail when we got to go to jail. We're rolling the dice, hoping that we can get something out of this game. Meanwhile, they study sliding $500 bills out of the bank and putting it in their back pocket. And see, you didn't see it before. And the reason why you didn't see it before is because there was nothing you were doing that was upsetting the, 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 the freaking apple cart. There was nothing you were doing. Nothing that you did reached them. They were on Mount Olympus. You couldn't reach him. And see, I know you couldn't reach him. You know how I know? Because like I said yesterday, when I was 18 years old, 20, 19 years old, I wanted to invest. But back then, you did not have a, a, a Robin Hood app. Back then, you didn't have a Stash app. You didn't have a M1 financial app. You didn't have those things. So it was out of reach. This is the main reason, and I'm not making no excuses for it, but this is the main reason why you had young, black, 
urban youth selling illegal substances. Because there was no other way to close that gap. There was no other way to close that gap. Especially if you were disadvantaged. Now, if you were lucky and you were able to go to college, you might have been able to close that gap. But it usually took a lifetime of, 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 of grinding and butt kissing to even come close to closing that gap. But the Internet changed that. The internet changed that. The internet changed it. And now they mad. They mad. They mad because they've been playing this monopoly game. They've been cheating the whole time, which is why the rich stay rich and the poor stay poor. But now all of a sudden, the rules of the game have changed. And because the rules of the game have changed, now the people that are ambitious enough can actually do something. And so now they're upset. Now they're mad. So now they're so mad that they got to change the rules. They got to change the rules. You know what I woke up to this morning? Let me see if I can pull up the uh, email that I received. Because you might have received one too. You might have received one too. Let me let me see. Trading announcement. Update. Trading as of 128 at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hello there. Hold on, wait a minute. No, that's not the one. Wait a minute. Let me find let me find the email. There we go. There's the email. Urgent. 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 Trading announcement. Hello there. Please be advised. Our clearing firm, Apex Clearing is not allowing the purchase of the following securities. GME, which stands for GameStop. AMC, which stands for AMC Entertainment. COS, which stands for COS Corporation. Any estimated purchase of these symbols will be canceled during the trade window. We sincerely apologize for this inconvenience. This is not our decision. But M1 no longer has the ability to place buy orders in these securities. We strongly disagree and are frustrated with this decision too. And we are in communication with all involved as we try to resolve this. We will continue to relay additional information as we have it now just so you know it says thank you m1 finance just so you know i got a similar email from robin hood i got a similar email from robin hood as well got a similar email from robin hood as well because i did buy some more i bought some individual i attempted 
I attempted to buy some individual uh, options through Robinhood, and they put that on the kibosh. They 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 put the kibosh on that. You feel me? Like here's my order. Your order has been confirmed. You have submitted on market order to buy X amount of shares of AMC. You can check on the status of this order on Robinhood. We will notify you when this order has been executed. That order never got executed. It never got executed. Because I got an email 9.20 a.m. Your order has been canceled. Your market order to buy X amount of AMC is was canceled on January 28, 2021 at 9.20 a.m. You can check out our help center for more information. Now, see, here's the ridiculous thing about it, right? Here's the ridiculous thing about it. So you can check out our help center for more information and please feel free to respond to this email if you have additional questions where we're here to help. Now me personally, I believe there's a class action lawsuit in here somewhere. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't know the specifics. I don't know the specifics. There, there could be a class action lawsuit in here somewhere. And the reason why I'm saying this is because if you got these notifications or these emails the same way that I did, right? You said they can stop orders to protect the market. Yeah, you're right. They can. I forgot about that. You're right. You're absolutely right. They can stop orders to, to keep the market from getting jacked up. You're right. My bad. There should be something you can do. I'll put it that way. There should be something you could do. Because here's the ridiculous thing about it. The ridiculous thing about it is... They don't even give you an explanation. They don't even give you an explanation. They don't even explain to you why. When you get the notification or the email or whatever, they don't even explain to you why. Now, let me point something out to you. It may not be illegal for them to do it. But you're witnessing one of the most unethical practices you have ever seen in the history of this country.
because they didn't do this and see, check this out. They'll use the excuse that they're trying to protect the market. But the truth is they're not trying to protect the market. They're trying to protect their billionaire buddies. This is no different than the corporate bailouts. It's no different. It's no different. It's, it's the same goofiness. It's the same exact goofiness. Now, let me ask this question, because I've been talking about this thing the whole time as if everybody understands what happened. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are, are, are market savvy. So you know what a short sale is. You, you know, you know what that is. You know the purpose of it. But let me ask, is, is there anybody in here that doesn't understand what happened? If you don't understand what happened, press one and I'll give a little brief synopsis of what happened. If you don't understand what happened, just, just, okay, let's see. Uh, Terrence said, just contributing to the anger. Appreciate you, bro. Dorian said, about to get a M1 account right now. Word. Uh, Barry said, love the content, big bro. Appreciate you. Jimmy, appreciate you. Okay, so. For everybody that, that's not, you know, not really, not really on the, the. Not really on the, you know, stock market tip, right? So. What's the best layman terms I can use to explain it? Because you have a lot of people that explain the short sale, but they don't explain it to where the average everyday person could understand it. So I'm not going to, they'll try, they'll try to explain it to you using technical terms and all of that crap. And you still be like, what are you talking about? So. Let's say there's a company. And the company looks like it's on the verge of bankruptcy or it's on the verge of collapse or somebody gets wind that the company could collapse. Or maybe somebody just doesn't like the owner of the company or doesn't like the people in the company. Like, for instance, you look at Twitter. You look at how Twitter treated Donald Trump or treated, you know, conservatives or whatever right let's say that twitter stock dropped all the way down to twenty dollars a share and it looked like it's gonna keep going well you could have a bunch of hedge fund guys guarantee that it goes under by doing a short sale which is basically 
they won't buy the stock at $20 a share. Because if they buy it, then they own it, right? What they'll do is they'll purchase the option or the right to buy it at 20 which means they don't own the stock yet. They just have the rights to buy it at $20 a share. So what happens is if that stock keeps dropping, let's say it drops all the way down to uh, $5 a share, right? Well, the hedge fund guys that bought it, or not bought it, but basically borrowed on it, they have the right to sell all of the options they bought for $20, but it's not worth $20. You, you get what I'm saying? How many of y'all get what I'm saying? Press one if you get what I'm saying. It means basically that somebody owns stock options from your company at a higher value, even though the value is still plummeting. You feel me? So it's, it's like if you have a bunch of products and I sign an agreement with you saying that I have the option to sell your products for $100 but you're not going to get you you're not going to get the value for that you you're not going to it's basically i took your products off of your hands with the ability to sell it at a higher price so i'm somewhere selling your products for $100 a piece and you yourself you can't sell your products you can't sell your own products for $100 a piece because your product isn't worth but $5 a piece. Even though I can simultaneously sell your product for $100. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. You're borrowing with the expectation of the stock going lower. Which, when they do that, it almost guarantees that a stock, it almost guarantees that a stock it's gonna um um it almost guarantees that that company's gonna go under. Now, the downside is if they buy if they if they borrow or they get the option to sell that stock at twenty dollars a share. And the price doesn't go down. It goes up. It goes up. Now, they have a bunch of worthless shares of stock. In other words, they can't get rid of that stock at that price because it's now worthless. And see, there's a time limit on it. So they can't just sit on it and, and, and hope and pray 
You feel what I'm saying? They can't sit on it. There's a time limit on it. So imagine if somebody came to your store and let's say that you were selling shirts and let's say that they signed an agreement with you that gives them a bunch of your shirts and they can sell them at $100 each even if the value of those shirts have went down. But let's say that somebody decides to buy, keep buying your shirts, which makes the price go up. So let's say your shirts go up to $500 a shirt. Well, guess what? That guy that bought, that, that, that signed that agreement, he has to sell those shirts at $100 which means what? He loses money. So this is what happened with GameStop. They tried to do a short sale to make GameStop completely go under. A bunch of guys on Reddit was like, nah, and got everybody to buy as much stock as they could in GameStop. And it made the stock value shoot through the roof. Which means all of those guys, all of those hedge fund guys that got those options to sell at a certain price, right? Or to buy at a certain price, right? All of those guys that got those options, right? They basically ended up stuck at that price point. Which means they ended up, I think altogether, it was a loss of like $12 billion. So a bunch of hedge fund guys, a bunch of Wall Street hedge fund guys collectively lost about $12 billion trying to tank GameStop. Now, I'm, look, I'm not a Wall Street expert. I'm not a stock expert. You can go do your research on what a short sale is and, and all of that good stuff. Um, you can go do your research on all of that, all of that good stuff. But the thing is this. The thing is this. I'm just trying to explain it to where it'll make, you know, it'll make, it'll make some sense to you because it, you know, when you first, when you first listen to it, it doesn't make sense, but I'm going to tell you like this, something that I know. If somebody explains a business practice to you and it doesn't quite make sense when they first explain it, that means it's a hustle. That means there's a hustle in there somewhere. Remember that anytime somebody explains a business practice and it's not straightforward, it's got little ins and outs in it and it, it seems complicated. It has to be complicated in order for it to be a hustle. And see, Wall Street guys have been doing this forever. You know what I'm saying? They've been doing this forever. If you've ever watched shows like uh, uh, like Billions or... Uh, 
any of these shows where they're dealing with the stock market, you'll hear them talk about short sales. You, you'll see them, you know, it, it, it's it's their little business practices, hostile takeovers and, and uh, uh, you know, trying to bury other corporations and other companies and stuff. And the funny thing about it is they can get away with doing some of the most unethical stuff until somebody beats them at their own game. So basically, you had a battle between Main Street and Wall Street. And for the most part, Wall Street has always kicked Main Street's butt. But yesterday, Main Street was kicking Wall Street's butt and Wall Street went and ran to the government or whoever to stop the fight. That's basically what happened. That's why you can't buy GameStop right now. Because they was getting their butt kicked by average everyday people. And, and I'll tell you something else they're going to do too. Especially since they got Biden in office. I'm willing to bet you any amount of money. They're going to have the FBI investigate that Reddit group to see if there was any insider trading. And watch, you mark my words, they're going to try to come up with some BS law that they're going to try to apply retroactively to try to stop anybody from doing something similar again. You mark my words. You mark my words. Ter Terrence said, the only ones losing is the hedge funds. Shorting a stock is an insidious practice that deliberately undermines markets and businesses. Exactly. 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 And I'm going to tell you something right now. Somebody in here said they saw an article where they blamed Trump for this. Hey, they're not completely wrong. They're not completely wrong. You're not completely wrong. And they said this is Trump's fault. You're not completely wrong. And the reason why is because this is backlash from what happened in November. This is backlash. This is the American public like pushing back because they know that all of that's connected. Wall Street, the government, uh, 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 lobbyists, hedge fund, all of that is connected. This is, this is, this is the, uh, uh, this is, This is like some 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 Robin Hood. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is them pushing back. This is the American public pushing back against what just happened. Ford man, he said for the fire, appreciate you. Do you think, look, 
Do you think? Yeah, that's exactly what this is. He said the little guy punched the bully in the nose. That's exactly what it is, Mike. This this is Martin. This is this is uh uh this is McFly knocking Biff out outside the car. That's what this is. That's what this is. And what they're trying to do right now is Biff trying to change the timeline with that almanac. <laughs> That's what's going on right now. This was George McFly finally balling up his fist and punching Biff in his face. That's what this is. That's what this is. But back to the short sale. Back to the short sale. If I buy a bunch, if I buy a bunch of your stock options, but I don't really buy them, I just get the option to buy them at $20, right? And then I can turn around and sell them for $20. If, if your freaking, if your freaking stock drops below that, and then I turn around and sell those options. I'm going to freaking put you out of business. I'm going to put you out of business. Because if, I, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, if you have the right to sell a bunch of options that are, that are priced higher than their value, that's going to send the company, that's going to send that company into bankruptcy, right? Because they can't cover that. That's going to send the company into bankruptcy, right? Where my stock heads at, man? Because isn't that... No, that's not the exact same thing. That's not the exact same thing. I was getting ready to say, isn't that similar... Do you smell salty army in this? I, I ain't going to say that because I don't know. But <laughs> look, that's almost similar. No, nah, that's not similar to trading places. It's not similar. He said the options only apply to who bought the contract. Where... Roland Goodman appreciates you. Let, let me, you know what? Let me let me do this. Let me do this. Let me let me see. Y'all got three minutes. Hello again, this is Chris Crone with REI TV. Today we're gonna to be talking about short sales. Are they good, are they bad, are they useful, are they a pain in the butt? You'll find out. So short sales is a fantastic way of transacting real estate.
Not a short sale, short squeeze. I'm bugging. Short sale is in freaking real estate. Short a stock. Short sale is real estate. The Big Short is probably one of the most popular films on the topic of investing. It's a star-studded movie that follows the real story of three groups of people who short, or bet against, the housing market for billions of dollars right before the 2008 real estate crisis. As you might expect, our heroes end up making quite a bit of money. But how exactly does a short work? Well, in the movie, the positions are taken through what are known as swaps, a derivative agreement that is taken with the banks. But for common investors, short positions typically involve individual mm -hmm. stocks, making them easy enough to take. But be warned, shorting comes with a lot of risks. On top of charging you expenses you don't normally see. Yes, a lot of risk <laughs> that these hedge fund guys found out. You feel what I'm saying? They found out Wall Street, the movie. Yeah, yeah. Standard investing. Shorting also offers a skewed payoff where you face a limited upside and an uncapped downside, meaning you could lose an infinite amount of money, theoretically anyway. So before you decide to short something, let's go over the strategy and the risks involved on today's plain bagel. Shorting, also known as short selling, is a trading strategy where an investor sells a security today and buys it back in the future, hoping that the price of the security will go down. It's effectively the opposite approach to a traditional long position, where investors buy today and sell at some point in the future to cash in, hopefully after the price has gone up. It follows the same buy low, sell high mentality as long investing, but it just reverses the order of the motto. So investors sell high today and hope that the price will go down so they can buy low in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you had guys that were attempting to sell the stock. So they're borrowing it. They're borrowing the stock, right? but they're borrowing it at a higher rate. You feel what I'm saying? They, no, they're borrowing it at a lower rate because basically what they're doing is they're gonna borrow it, they get the right to it, and they sell it at the high rate, right? They sell it at the high rate, and then later, when it come time, when the time limit is up, they're hoping the stock will be lower so they're buying it at a super low rate. And I know some of y'all already understand this, but there's a few people, like I saw somebody, I, my man James said, I'm lost. So I'm trying to I'm trying to explain it and I'm trying to get some help here because I get confused with it too sometimes. But I'm trying to explain it so that everybody understands it, right? So basically it's like, it's like if I was to come to you and I knew, let's say you had some work. Let's take it to the streets real quick. Let's say you had some weed, right? And let's say that you got some fire weed. Your weed is off the chain, right? But I know that the, the value of that weed is about to go down, right? So I come to you and I say, hey, man, 
let me um let me borrow some of that. Let me let me get that weed on consignment from you, right? Let me get that weed on consignment. So you give me a hundred pounds of it on consignment. And then I go while it's still valued high. And I put in I put in orders with a bunch of people, right? I put in orders with a bunch of people and say, hey man, look, I'm gonna um I'm gonna uh 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 sell you look, I got this dude, he got this fire weed, right? He got this fire cush. And I'm going to sell it to all of y'all or whatever, right? And they're like, okay, put me down, put me down, put me down, right? Because I'm thinking that I'm going to sell it to everybody at the high rate. But then I'm going to wait until the value of it go down. And then when I come back to you and it's time for me to pay you back. It's time for me to pay that consignment back. I'm paying the lower rate. So let's say I'm going to let's say 100 pounds of it is $10,000, right? So let's say 100 pounds of it is $10,000. And I'm going to sell it to a bunch of people for $10,000. So I find somebody a buyer that's going to buy it for $10,000. But then I'm going to wait until the price drops all the way down to 1,000. So I'm thinking I'm only going to have to give you 1,000 for something I paid for something I'm going to sell for 10,000, right? But the only problem is I didn't realize that people were going to demand it which make the price go up. You see? So basically, the price goes up. I've put in orders to sell to people for $10,000, but somebody else drove the value up so the value goes up to a million, which means what? Which means I sold to everybody for 10,000, but now I'm gonna owe you a million dollars. Does it make sense now? Press one if it makes sense now. Press one if it makes, that's the, that's the easiest way for me to explain it. And keep in mind, there's a time limit on it. There's a time limit on it. So I got to pay that bill. <laughs> I got to pay that bill. So basically what happened is you had a bunch of Wall Street guys. You had a head, bunch of hedge fund guys looked at GameStop. They said, yeah, that, that thing is about to tank. Because let's face it, GameStop has been in trouble for a while. They've been in trouble for a while, right? And they believed that it was gonna it was gonna go out of business. Right? So basically, they borrowed against those stocks, believing that they were gonna be able to sell off those uh uh those options at the current price. And then they was only going to have to pay back very little money. But the problem is when those guys on Reddit started buying up the stock and driving the value of it up, the value shot up. So anybody that bought it, say, at $15 a share, 
when that joint jumped up to $400 a share, that means they got to wait until that price goes back down so they can recover some of what they got to pay out. So if they bought, if they bought like, I'll put it to you like this. So let's say $15 a share. Let's say you bought 10,000 shares. That's $150,000. That's $150,000, right? So that's what the stock is worth to you, right? That's what the stock is worth to you. So 10,000 shares of that, right? At $15 a share. Now, if it drops all the way down, right? To five to maybe $2. So $2 times 10,000 shares. You would only have to, you would only have to pay $20,000, which means you made a profit of $130,000. That's if the stock dropped, right? That's if the stock dropped. But if the stock goes up, so you got 10,000 shares of it, at $15 a share, but the stock goes up to $455. That means you got a stock that's only worth $150,000 to you because you got 10,000 shares of it, but because the price got driven up, now you got to pay back $4,550,000. See, this type of game, if it goes wrong for a hedge fund owner, it could bankrupt the hedge fund, uh, fund owner. It can put them out of business. They can lose everything. Now does it make sense? Now does it make see they're they're betting on the fact that the stock is gonna go down. But the Reddit guys threw a monkey wrench in that by driving the stock up. So that's why they had to put a halt to it today. Because the stock did not look like it was gonna go down. It looked like it was gonna keep going up. This is how they ended up losing $12 billion. Yes, Bronx, it's like a casino. In fact, if you really want to be honest, Wall Street, and I even understood this as a kid, the stock market is very similar to gambling. They try to make it seem like it's more sophisticated and there, there's more that goes into it and all of that good stuff. But no, it's, it's, it's in fact, it's so similar to gambling it's it's so similar it is nah swamp dog it is gambling it is gambling how's it not gambling i could prove to you right now it's gambling how's it not gambling i can prove to you right now it's gambling
See, if, you, if you're in the stock market, you got to be careful when you say it's not gambling. Because that's basically saying, you, you could say, okay, well, if you are gambling, you need to learn the methods. If you're in the stock market, you need to learn the methods. If you're in the stock market, you need to learn the methods. The same way, if you're, if you're gambling and you need to know the odds of you winning, if you're gambling and you need to know the odds of you winning, right? You also, in the stock market, you need to know who's the CEO of that company. You need to know what business practices they're doing. You need to see what their balance sheet looks like. You need to see, this is why publicly traded companies have to pub, they have to show their, they have to show who their board of directors are. They have to show who their CEO is. They have to show what their business practices is. The only reason they have to show that is because in order for you to put your money into that uh, uh, company, you got to know what you're dealing with. I'm not saying it's exactly like gambling, but it's very similar. And the reason why it's very similar is because gambling, you could say, okay, well, gambling's not a sure thing. The stock market isn't a sure thing. And if you say the stock market is a sure thing, that basically, you're basically alluding to the fact that you're involved in insider trading. Because the same way that you can go to, and, and it's, it's, it's a gray area too. When you look at the stock market, you have some guys doing things that could be considered in insider trading or not. It's a gray area, right? It's a gray area. That's just like card counting. You can consider that cheating, but it's a gray area. You feel what I'm saying? And just like, and look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Press one if you want me to prove beyond a reason of a doubt right now that it's gambling. Press one right now if you want me to prove beyond a reason of a doubt it's gambling. If you go to a casino, if you go to a casino, right? Let me read this. Let me read this super chat real quick. Real quick. Let me read this super chat real quick. Terrence said reports indicate up to 70 billion was lost by hedge funds. Bring back Glass-Steagall and lock up the hedge fund owners for the shorting scam. Yeah, look, check this out. For those of you that ever went to a casino in Las Vegas or Atlantic City or Canada or wherever, what happens if you start winning too much money? What happens if you start winning too much money? In other words, if you go in there and beat the house, what happens if you beat the house? What happens if you beat the house? Come on, y'all. They put you out. 
they'll suspect you of cheating or they'll figure out what you're doing so they can change the way the system is, right? Right? If you win too much money, they are going to watch you like a hawk. Eventually, they're going to shut you down. They're going to ask you to leave. They're going to change the deal. They're going to do something. What just happened today, y'all? But it ain't gambling. What just happened today, y'all? What just happened today? In a casino, the house always wins. And you just found out that in Wall Street, the house always wins. You just found that out. See, what's hilarious to me Swamp Dog, he said, if you are gambling on a stock, you need to stop before you make that trade. Well, here's the thing. I'm not saying it's exactly like gambling. The stock market is way more sophisticated than gambling. Don't get it twisted. The stock market is way more sophisticated than gambling because the stock market involves a lot of moving parts. You know, a lot of moving parts. Gambling, for the most part, is pretty is pretty cut and dry, depending on what type of game you play, right? Stock market is is, but see, just like just like with the stock market, right? Research and learn patterns. That's the same thing with gambling, bro. <laughs> you don't think. You don't think there are dudes out here that research and and look for patterns to beat the games in 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 casinos? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Ruminant said, what do you think card counting is? Yeah. It's the same thing. In fact, dudes do research on which casinos to go to. Based upon which casinos pay out, which casinos will throw you out if you're making too much money, which casinos are lax when it comes to switching their dealers, which casino, like, yo, there's a whole lot of uh, research that goes into that. You have some people out here, the same way you have some people out here that are 
stockbrokers, you know, or short seller, not, not short sellers or day traders. I know guys, all they do for a living is go to casinos and horse tracks or dog tracks. I got a homeboy that was living in Montgomery, Alabama, and he would cross the state line to go into Mississippi to go to the casinos. And that's what he was doing for a living for a minute. I have a cousin right now that used to sit up in my cousin used to sit every Sunday. My cousin would go to the jute joint in VA and play cards, play poker, play poker every Sunday, every Sunday without fail. This dude would go and play poker with the old heads, kind of like how you saw on the wire. You saw on the wire how Marlo would go play cards uh, with uh, uh, the older dudes. That's what my cousin used to do. He did it so much. He practiced at it so much. That he went out to freaking Las Vegas and won a poker tournament. You ever seen the movie Rounders? How many of you saw the movie Rounders with Matt Damon and Ed Norton? That's all they did for a living. They didn't do nothing else but play cards. But it's all the same. It's all the same because it's all it's all part of the American dream. You feel me? It's all part of the American dream. You said part of part of trading stocks is you learn risk management. When you're gambling, you learn risk management. Especially when you're talking about look, I, look, I don't know about I don't know about uh I don't really know about, you know, craps and stuff like that. To me, craps, that's more of a game of chance. But when you're talking about Texas Hold'em, that's a skill. When you talk about Texas Hold'em, that is a skill. And you definitely have to learn risk management. See, let me, let me, let me break it down for you. I'm, I'm going to show you something. This is how the world works. This is how the world works. The way the world works is this. If you're up here, your BS gets a prestigious title. When you're down here, your BS gets a low ranking title. Okay. In other words, in Harlem, in the in the 20s, it was called running numbers. Today, it's called the state lottery. Down here, it's called 
prostitution. Up here, it's called an escort service. Down here, it's called a taxi. Up here, it's called a driving service. Down here, it's called a jute joint. Up here, it's called a gentleman's club. Down here, it's a cigarette. Up here, it's a cigar. Down here, it's beer. Up here, it's wine. Down here, it's called a hoe house or a brothel. Up here, it's called the bunny ranch or the playboy mansion. You get my point? You see what I'm saying? Down here, it's called the gambling underworld. Up here, it's called Wall Street trading. Down here, it's called dope dealing. Up here, it's called pharmaceuticals. What you see them dudes getting up and doing, look, let me just go ahead and go into this real quick. For a very long time in this country, white people have been taking things that black people do that they call illegal and giving it a different name and legitimizing it. They've been doing it since prohibition. What you see the white boys doing down there in freaking uh, 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 Wall Street, it's no different than black folks somewhere gambling. It, it ain't no different. It ain't no different. What you see them doing at the, at the banks when they had the, when they had the freaking housing crash, when they had all of that predatory lending, that up that that banking and loans is up here. Down here is called a loan shark. Down here is called a title loan. And see now more than ever, you know you know the only reason, let me keep it all the way funky. Y'all want me to keep it all the way funky? Press one if y'all want me to keep it all the way funky. By the way, I need 10 more people to hit the cash app for this raw, uncut truth. And with 530 people in here, we should be able to get 10 people right now with no problem. 10 people right now with no problem. I need 10 people. You want to know the only reason 
that all of the BS is now coming to light. Black people have been saying for years that they give you the president they want you to have. But it never came to light. It was treated like it was a, a, a spiracy. Black people have been saying the market has been rigged. The game has been rigged for I don't know how long. Now, all of a sudden, you see it right in front of your face. You know the reason why all of it's coming to light now? You want to know, you, you want to know the main reason that every last bit of it is coming to light right now. Huh? Normax says, speaking nothing but fire and facts, AM. Exactly, Picasso, because white folks is finally being affected by it. That's why. Akiok says, support y'all interests. Nicholas, appreciate you. Because they had the first they had the first white president in office that they treated like a nigga. That's why it's coming out. That's why it's coming out. That's why it's coming out. See, all this stuff you see that all this stuff you see being done right now, this is what used to be done to black folks on a regular basis. This is what used to be done to black folks on a regular basis. So to everybody white that's now in the same boat as us, this is what we've been complaining about forever. This is what we have been complaining about forever. What they just did to Parlor. And what they're trying to do to other social media platforms. That is the digital equivalent of Tulsa, Oklahoma. See, this is what I meant years ago. Found Link said, it's like the TV series Orange is the New Black. It's like I said a couple years ago. What I said a couple years ago was very simple. I said, America cannot stand up under the weight of its own BS. And I said, you cannot have a society where you hold one group of people up here 
and put another group of people down here. The only reason why no one cared before is because the people down here was always minorities, always always black. But see now, it's not just black people that are down here. It's not just black people that are being treated unfairly. Now, you have a large percentage of the white population that's being treated like that. They are called the under the deplorables. This is why all of those injustices should have been nipped in the bud a long time ago. Because now that same corrupt prejudice system is now being turned inward on the very people who used to promote and encourage it. See, for the first time in American history, and this is the main reason why that 2016 election went the way it went. For the first time in American history, white people, especially white men, are being disenfranchised. And this is why I said the biggest challenge in America is going to be whether or not black men and white men can put aside their differences to get the country back on track. See, we would love to have an America like the 50s minus the racism. We would love to have an America that is like the 1950s minus the racism. But now you see why racism was such a huge problem. Now you see why racism was so infectious. Because eventually that ism was going to mutate into something else. And now we're looking at what it mutated into. And the reason why they're able to use it the way they are is because you never fixed it. Those countless court cases last year, they were tossed out for lack of standing. The very same ruling that Taney used in the Supreme Court in the Dred Scott case. See, if you hadn't allowed that to happen back then, it wouldn't be used today. But see, no one wants to have that conversation. I'm the only one that's going to say it. See, other black folk ain't going to say it because they don't want uh, uh, white people to get upset. They don't want white people to feel like they're trying to guilt them. And white people ain't going to say it because it admits that they were in the wrong. But you're never going to fix it until you finally admit that there is something fundamentally wrong about how you're running the country. There's been something fundamentally wrong. A lot of people knew it. Lincoln knew it. Kennedy knew it. Trump knows it. 
Why do you think he did so much for black people? The only reason why he didn't come out right and condemn certain things is because he don't want to piss off his white base. But he know the incarceration rate is wrong. He know what they were doing to uh, HBCUs is wrong. He know that. But you hated him so much, you ran him up out of there to get a true racist in there. And now you're wondering why everything is falling by the wayside. Because you got a guy in there that said he didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle. You got a guy in there that says some really suspect things. But he's worse than a racist. He's a racist and a globalist and an elitist. So the same disdain that he has for black folk. He also has for the deplorables. You did it to yourself. Yo, shout out to Ruminant. He said, asymmetric, war asymmetric warfare, little man stand up. Yeah. Nicholas, appreciate you. Rebecca said, keep it funky. We tired. No doubt. Almighty, appreciate you. Al, appreciate you. Big Mad, he said, for the gamblers, takes ball to the lead. Yeah. What's that? Six. We still need four more people, y'all. We still need four more people to hit the cash app. Matter of fact, we still need five more people. My bad. We still need five more people. We still need five more people, y'all. Nobody wants to talk about that. And look, here's the thing. This is the other thing that got to be recognized and got to be realized. I'm not saying this to incur no white guilt. I don't think that white folks owe me anything. I don't think you owe me anything, but I don't owe you anything either. You understand? In my eyes, we should all be equal as Americans and we should all have equal opportunity. Not equal outcome, but a level playing field. And the outcome will be determined by who puts in the most work. But there shouldn't be regulations stopping us from prospering. If Wall Street can play games, we should be able to play them same games.
And I'm not saying that the way y'all have practiced things for so long makes you the most evil people in the world. I understand that absolute power corrupts absolutely. But what you need to understand is that wrong is wrong. Wrong is wrong. And unfortunately, this is what you call reaping what you sow. Okay? So all the times you stood aside and watched injustices happen to people who were non-white, you should have spoke up. And I ain't going to sit here and say that all of you didn't. I know there was some of you that did. There are a lot of white people that spoke up. It just wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough. But see, now you want to speak up. Now you want to speak up. But see, now it's kind of late in the game and it's going to require something drastic to, to put this back on the right track. You know, it's going to require something drastic like you're going to have to primary a bunch. You're going to have to primary a bunch of of uh, duly elected officials. You're going to have to primary a bunch of them. You're going to have to get some. You, you're going to have to get some better judges in there. You're going to have to get some better Congress people in there. You're going to have to get some better senators in there. And you're going to have to change legislation. All of the legislation that's in this country that is unconstitutional, you're going to have to change it. You're going to have to change it. You're going to have to change it. And you're going to have to stop thinking that white liberals are just and fair. White liberals are some of the most racist, totalitarian-minded individuals you ever want to encounter. Okay? If, if, you think about, if you think about all of the blue states, every blue state, every blue state, are the most segregated states. Have you ever thought about that? You ever thought about that? And not segregated by culture. Not segregated by culture. All of the blue states are segregated by class. All of the blue states are segregated by class. But they're supposed to be the blue side, the, the Democrats, they're supposed to be the, the, the party that's about racial equality, right? If, if their party is about racial equality, why your kids go to messed up schools and their kids don't? Huh? And, and keep in mind, this is not a racial issue at this point, really. Because they don't mind... Uh, uh, black folks being around them if they if they're up to snuff if they if they make enough money and they have the right thought process go go to Chicago 
which is definitely a blue city. And look, look at, look at, look at how black folk, look at how, matter of fact, not even black folk, look at how poor folk live compared to how rich folk live. Look at the opportunities that are there. Do the same thing in New York and don't even get me started on California. Don't even get me started on California where they profit off of the homeless. What you see going on in California is a shame. And somebody in the government should have stepped in a long time ago. And did something about it. I'm not saying you supposed to take all them homeless people and give them houses, but you got to do something. At the very least, you got to do something for the working poor. Nobody should be working a full-time job and they can't even afford a, a room. Nobody. Nobody should be working and can't afford a, 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 a room with four walls, a freaking bathroom, and a kitchenette. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. How you get up in the morning and you sleeping in your car? You get up in the morning to go to work. And when you get off work, you got to go back to a parking garage or a parking lot and sleep in your car. Come on, man. Let's be real. Let's be real about it. And I know how it works. I may be doing well for myself right now, but it's all proportional. When I see people that are working and they can't afford a house to live in, I think about that in proportion to myself. Because I say to myself, because I know the economy is connected. If that person in California that's a computer programmer could afford a house, I would probably be a millionaire right now because it's all connected. It's all connected. He's not in the position he should be in, which means nine times out of 10, I'm not in the position I should be in. You're not in the position you should be in. Real talk. As hard as I go into pain, I should already be a millionaire. You feel me? As hard as I go into pain, I should already be a millionaire. Not because somebody should give it to me, but because my efforts, my, my, my results should reflect my efforts. But how you supposed to how you supposed to come up if every single time you catch a break, they want to change the rules. They want to change the rules. Right. How. Explain that to me.
Now, just because just because they put a stop to people buying GameStop, guess what? That stock has dropped $153.91 today. See? That's rigging the game. That's rigging the game. That's rigging the game. That stock has dropped 44 points today. AMC not as bad because AMC's stock wasn't that high. But AMC's dropped 39 points. Express has dropped 36 points. Blackberry dropped 24 points. See? They putting the kibosh on it. Yeah, it was a weak stock, but that's not the point. That stock would have continued to go up today if they hadn't stopped people from buying it. That stock would have went up today if, if it wasn't for people, if, if they hadn't stopped people from buying it. If they hadn't stopped people from buying it, that stock would have went up. Shout out to David. He said, at this point, everyone know the game is rigged. Facts. Shout out to Joseph. Like, let's just be real. And, and they may have, they may have stopped the bleeding, but I'm going to tell you the truth. A lot of those hedge fund dudes, they, they in critical condition. Their financial health is in critical condition. That hurt. That hurt. Yo. Wall Street been taking some L's lately. Twitter took a huge L. Facebook took a huge L. These hedge fund owners took a huge L. And all it is, is it's, 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 It's righteous. It's justice for what just happened last year. It's justice. It's justice. You you mess with the people, the people push back. That's only natural. It's only natural.
Yo, William, appreciate the PayPal, fam. Yo, we still need four more people, you guys. Look, with 575 people in here, I need four people. I need four people before we go any further. I got to start doing these shows earlier. I don't like the fact that by the time I'm finished, it's dark. Kashif, appreciate you. This this isn't going to help GameStop. For those of you thinking that this is going to help GameStop, it's not going to help them. It's not going to help them. Because it's artificial. It's not, it's not, it's technically not organic. It's not going to help them. The stock price didn't go up because they had better business practices. Um, Brolic. Appreciate you. The stock price didn't go up because of better business practices. It went up because of what the guys in that Reddit group were doing. And when a stock goes up like that, what happens is now the company has to show the stockholders that they are able to make a profit. And they was already in trouble. You feel me? They was already in trouble before this happened, right? It was already in trouble before this happened. So you you got to understand. You got to understand. You you can't Yeah, it's not. It's not a it's an old business model. It's an old business model. That ain't going to work. Cuz they're getting their butt kicked by Amazon. See, Amazon is putting a lot of people out of business. Slowly but surely. Why would you go to GameStop? Look, the last time I went to GameStop, I was super frustrated. Because they didn't have nothing. You know, they they didn't have any PlayStation 5s and they didn't even have they didn't even have PlayStation 4s. And every game I asked them about, they didn't have. So it's like, you know, that that's an old business model. That's an old business model. That's an old business model. You you can't you can't really you can't really do nothing with that. And then on top of that, they already had some jacked up preferences. They had some jacked up practices, right? How many of you have went to GameStop with a video game you just bought and you try to sell it back to them? You paid $60 for the video game and they want to give you $10 for the game. See, GameStop is is a GameStop is a um GameStop basically is a victim of its own greed. Swamp Dog said, not gambling LOL, but there's but here's five on it. <laughs> I appreciate you, Swamp Dog. 
Look, we could agree to disagree, bro. It ain't that serious. We we could agree to disagree. But yeah, like I said, you can't look. That's not going to help GameStop. It ain't going to help them. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me started on Blockbuster. That's got to be the all-time biggest bungle that has ever happened in the history of business. They could have crushed Netflix. They could have crushed. I watched the documentary the other day about Netflix and Blockbuster. And the funniest thing is they were interviewing they were interviewing like the executives from Blockbuster. Oh my God, you should have heard the Negro explaining. They was trying their best to rationalize why they messed up. And I'm sitting there listening to them like, man, y'all full of it. Y'all full of it. You looked at you looked at Netflix like they were nobodies, and that's what screwed you. Picasso said GameStop is screwed. Over a hundred of my Xbox One games are now digital. They're done, done. Yeah, they're done. They're done. But Blockbuster, they almost had Netflix. They almost had them. I'm going to tell you how they almost had them. When they finally decided to do the online, like what they did is they hired a bunch of people and they said, look, we just want you to focus on online videos. Sending out online videos. And that's what they did. And at the time, Netflix had changed their business model. They went from $17.99 per month to $21.99 per month. And Blockbuster jumped out there and put their service at $14.99 per month. And it caused Netflix to drop their price back down. And they was kicking Netflix butt. And what happened was they turned around and they said, you know what? Let's offer something that block this. Let's offer something that Netflix can't offer. And what they offered was anybody that did the mail-in membership. Okay. They fixed it so that not only could you get your DVDs through the mail, but you could take them to a local blockbuster and turn them in and trade them for something else. That's something that Netflix couldn't do. In addition to that, Blockbuster got rid of their late fees. So for a little minute, they was about to overtake Netflix. But what happened was they hired some new guy. And when the new guy came in, he got rid of the mail-in DVDs and was like, we just need to focus on the stores and making the stores better. And that was the end. That was the end of it. That was the end of it. That's when they started going downhill and there was no coming back. One of the guys that used to be in Blockbuster, he was smart. When, when, he, when he, he just decided to quit because he knew they were going down the wrong path. So you know what he did? He quit and bought up a bunch of shares in Netflix. <laughs> he quit Blockbuster and bought a ton of Netflix shares. 
back when the 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 the, the freaking uh back when the shares were super low. And that's one of my biggest mistakes. I could have bought Netflix at $15 a share. And I didn't. That was my that was my mess up. I could have bought that at, at $15 a share. Cause where where is Netflix at right now? Yeah, Netflix is $537 a share right now. I could have bought it at $15 a share, if I remember correctly. So I messed up too. But Blockbuster, they screwed themselves. And GameStop, look, every business, every business, right? Because see, you know what? Here's the goofy thing. Netflix don't even really focus on no DVDs no more. And if they would have been able to hang around, they might have been able to hold out. And I'm going to tell you something else, too. DVDs had an opportunity to come back. DVDs had an opportunity to come back. And the reason why they had an opportunity to come back, because if you're like me, sometimes I just want the disc. I just want the physical disc so I can watch it whenever I want to watch it. Because sometimes the streaming services be tripping. In addition to the fact that you can't always find every movie you want to find on the streaming service. You know the reason why? You want to know what the final nail in the coffin was for the DVDs? If you're like me, I went to Walmart and Best Buy and a couple other places trying to find a DVD player. They didn't even carry them. They didn't even carry them, bro. And I think that there's no ideas original. I feel like if I went looking for a DVD player, I think somebody else did too. And because it wasn't available, okay, screw it. I just got to rock with the streaming service. I just got to rock with the streaming service. See, what somebody should do, what somebody should have did, is they should have came up with a way for you to put mad movies on a memory stick. If somebody would have came up with that, they would have made a ton of money. That's that's where that's where the DVD was supposed to transition into. And that might have been able to compete with the streaming services. I wanted to do it, but I didn't know how to do it. You feel me? If you took a whole catalog of movies and put them on a on a streaming stick, right? On a freaking uh, a freaking stick, a dongle. You feel me? A lot of people would have bought that, especially if you did it and you charged a lower rate for it. 
Like, what if you went to the store and they had a memory stick that had all the Terminator movies on it? Or better yet, they had a memory stick that had all the Fast and Furious movies on it and the memory stick was updatable. So basically, they're telling you if you buy a memory stick that has this franchise on it, when the new movie comes out, all you got to do is update the memory stick and the new movie will be on the memory stick. That's a free one for y'all. Somebody come up with that, you probably mess around and get rich. You probably mess around and get rich. You said Dodge on Robin Hood is taking off right now. Hold on. Hold on, bro. Hold on, do I even have any money in this account? Oh, that's that, you know what? That's that, that's that, uh, uh, that's that crypto that everybody was joking about. And then it turned out to be like a, a serious thing, right? That's that crypto that everybody was joking about, right?
Appreciate that tip, fam. I just got $100 worth. <laughs> How much did you get? How much did you get? I just got $100 worth. Yeah, man. <laughs> what Charles just say, hold on. <laughs> I think I might have missed one of your cash apps. Hold on, what did Charles just say? Charles said, Woo! I made over four thousand in the last two days laying back healing up. <laughs> what well, which stock did you make that money on? Andre, appreciate you. Jedi said now it's at the top, but it's whole play. Which which one? The Dodge joint? Which one you talking about, Jedi? So this, this is why I like my audience. My audience be talking that money talk, you feel me? You you got all of these dudes running around these spaces talking about women. You feel me? Got all these dudes running around here talking talking about women. We always talking about money. You feel me? And as the old saying goes, He's at AM look up XRP when you get a chance. As the old saying goes, 
You can lose a lot of money chasing women. But you will never lose women chasing money. Charles said, AMC did me right. <laughs> Yo, yeah, Ray. I, I love our audience, fam. Cats over here be talking about money talk. You feel me? That's that's that that's that real talk right there. We trying to we trying to uh uh we trying to get on this paper. We trying to get on this paper, man. Forget that goofiness. Forget that goofiness. Forget that goofiness. See, I'm wondering, should I get rid of, um, I'm, I'm wondering, should I get rid of my little Reddit joints? Y'all think they're going to keep, y'all think they're going to keep it to where you can't buy any? I'm wondering, should I get rid of my little Reddit joints? What y'all think? What's y'all's opinion on it? Yo, shout out to Novocaine. He said last month, Elon Musk said F Bitcoin Dodge is better. And when it went up, but went back down a week later, I got like 6,000 shares. Alexander, appreciate you. He said you started talking crypto, so I had to join. <laughs> Yeah, all of them Reddit joints, all of the joints that everybody was talking about on Reddit, all of them joints is down. All of them. All of them joints is down. Charles said not only but not only that, but tax returns, stimulus, insurance from my surgery and my workers comp in the next two to three months. Oh man, you caking up over there, bro. Shoot, you deserve it. I tell you that to to be a Baltimore City police officer, you deserve it, bro. <laughs> I, I can honestly say that you deserve it, because there's no way, there's no way on God's green earth I would ever be a Baltimore City cop. Nah, it ain't gonna happen. There's a few places I would never be a law enforcement officer. Baltimore, anywhere, in New Orleans, California, not well, no, yeah. Portland, uh, uh, Chicago, no way. Said invest in crypto family. Hashtag I make money in my sleep. Crypto game. Word. I, I see the crypto joints jumping. I, I see them joints is jumping. 
Is is Bitcoin still worth it? Is Bitcoin still worth it, y'all? You said it's not. You said ARKW. Yeah, I add that to the list. Bitcoin good savings account if you have money already. You said Coinbase. I, I was able to pull those joints up on Robinhood. I was able to pull up those joints on Robinhood. While we was talking, I just copped like I just copped like a hundred dollars worth of uh I just copped like a hundred dollars worth of that that Dodge joint. I don't got a lot in Bitcoin. I ain't got a lot in Bitcoin. I got a I got a few hundred dollars in Bitcoin. It went up today. It went up 11 points today. That joint went up 11 points today on Bitcoin. Yeah, I think I started getting Bitcoin around the same time as you, uh, Soul Shader. One stop shop said, yo, AM, check out that ARKW has Bitcoin trust, next generation internet. Check the five year return, made 20K last two years. Yeah, I just pulled it up. I just pulled it up. I see it. I see it. It's, it's at 160 right now. Let's see, five year. Woo! Woo! Five years, that joint jumped $140. 714%. But is it topping out, though? Is it topping out? Is it topping out? 
Ricky said Robin Hood will allow limited buys of AMC and oh it will tomorrow up oh, so guess what we holding out on that baby <laughs> we holding out on that baby we gonna hold out on that joint <laughs> we gonna hold out on that joint The joints y'all telling me about, I'm going to put these joints in my little new list. I'm going to put these joints in my little new list. You feel me? Nah, AMC going to be good. AMC going to be good. They they just did a... um. I was watching Bloomberg this morning. They said AMC said they made enough money to like to hold out for about six more months. So they not really, I doubt if they go bankrupt. They, they got enough money to hold out for six more months. And to be truthfully, truthfully honest, you got that going on. And then you got them coming out with the report saying they're starting to see a 40% drop in the, in the pandemic. So if 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 AMC can hold out till the end of this year and they open up the theaters, they they'll probably be in good shape. They'll probably be in good shape. If they can just if they can just hold out and weather the storm, um Top Boy said, all I gotta say is Ethereum. Remember I put y'all on. One stop said Google ARKW top 40 holdings. Ethereum. Where can you find that at? Can you find that on Robinhood? Ethereum. Let me add that to the list. Yeah, I got it. I threw Ethereum up there. I'm going to check that out, too. I got some money to put somewhere. I just took a bunch of money out of, um, I just took a bunch of money out of, uh, uh, out of stash. I just took some bands because I sold, a, I sold all of my, all of my mutual funds in, uh, that was in stash i sold it so i got some bands to invest i got some bands to invest you feel me and i'm thinking i'm gonna put a lot of it in that crypto for real 
the way they play in games with the market, I'm seriously thinking I'm going to put a lot of it in crypto. Is that AM, when you are in 10K profits from Ethereum, remember I told you. Hey, I'm going to remember, bro. I'm going to remember. I'm going to remember you put me on. Don't, don't worry. I will remember. Get Dodge. Already, I just grabbed some Dodge. I just grabbed some Dodge. What is Coinbase? What is Coinbase? James said, buy stock, farmland, ticket symbol, L-A-N-D. Already got it, fam. You thought I wasn't listening when you said it the other day? Already got it, fam. Already got that joint. You think, y'all think I don't be listening. <laughs> y'all think I don't be listening. Y'all think I don't be paying attention. Let's see. Y'all think I don't be listening. I'll be listening. I got shares in that. I got shares in that. Trust me. Trust me. Let's see. One stop said Tesla, Roku, Zulu, Zulu, I'm excuse me, Zillow. Bitcoin, Spotify, Square, Shopify, yeah. So what is what does Coinbase do? It just it just deals strictly with crypto. It just deals strictly with crypto. Okay. Top boy said, AM, you got to think. Thousand of other people are thinking like you in terms of leaving stock for crypto. So crypto is going to explode soon. Yeah, I can see that. Because people are starting to lose faith in the market, especially 
especially when they do this goofiness. When they do this type of goofiness, when they do this type of goofiness, it 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 takes away trust in the market. Coinbase. Coinbase is the easiest and most trusted place to buy, sell, and manage your digital currency. This update includes bug fixes and performance improvements. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Okay. Appreciate the tip. Appreciate the tip. Yeah, I'm starting to see digital currency as the future. I didn't think it would be, but I'm starting to see it. Because digital currency, that's, that's worldwide, right? And that's not based upon what other, what paper currencies are based upon, right? Word. Cause look, I ain't gonna tell you no lie. Me and me and Soul Shader had this conversation. Me, Soul Shader, a few others had this conversation. When Cats was saying, yo, I just I just went and bought a whip with my Bitcoin. I thought I thought Cats was lying. Look, I'm I'm willing to admit that I was wrong. You feel me? Shout out to Julian, appreciate you. I thought Cats was lying, fam. Andre said, I've been into crypto for like four years. Now it's going to pay off very soon. Bro, I thought Cats was lying. I I, I thought Cats was lying. Like I was like, bro, yeah. You you these these dudes is lying. <laughs> yo, I dis yo, I didn't sneak this Bitcoin. I completely dissed it. <laughs> yo, top boy, you try to give me, you try to give me a way out. I didn't sneak this. I was blatant. <laughs> I was blatant. But I did say this. I did say this. I said the jury is out. I said the jury is out on Bitcoin. I said it's yet to be seen. I was waiting to see if it was gonna crash. But now that I see multiple uh cryptocurrencies coming out i'm like okay it's starting to look like that may be a thing of the future so now i'm not as skeptical as i was before you feel me i'm not as skeptical as i was before i wasn't as skeptical as i was before before I was I was skeptical.
No donating to gossip and entertainment for me. Appreciate the membership. Yeah, I was skeptical before. I was skeptical before, you feel me? He said, I remember something happened in China and Bitcoin value was cut in half. Yeah, that's what made me skeptical. That's what made me skeptical. It wasn't, it wasn't China, it was Korea. It was North Korea. North Korea did something. I, I don't remember what they did exactly. You feel what I'm saying? Let's see. He said, I asked you about it two weeks ago and now you're talking about it. You guys getting in now are late. Uh, it is what it is, bro. What, what is the old saying? Better late than never. I said, angry man, start talking about crypto. Remember? Yeah, I remember. A lot of people wanted me to talk about crypto. Not just you. A lot of people wanted me to talk about crypto. But, you know, better late than never. Better late than never, you feel me? AM XRP is a coin that the SEC is trying to take down because it is the future. Remember, I told you it will explode. Say so you need to buy Litecoin, not Bitcoin. Litecoin is cheaper so you can win. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Said the governments are talking about making a digital currency. Yeah, Soul Shader. Better late than never and better safe than sorry. Cause to be truthfully honest, if I would have if I would have bought into Bitcoin when everybody was telling me to. I would have took a hit. I would have took a hit when that little North Korea situation happened. I would have took a hit. So I ain't tripping. You know what I'm saying? Said, I wish the ghetto sphere was talking about money talk like this. Man, they can't talk about money. They too busy trying to figure out how to get their money away. They too busy trying to figure out how to get their money away to women. So you know they not talking about this. Wesley said, AM, love the money talk. Very inspiring. No doubt, man. But see, look. We not playing no games over here. Like, people over here, we not. Look, my audience, my conservative audience in here. And my boss talk audience. We not talking about peanuts. I don't know about y'all, but I invest thousands of dollars. So I don't be investing to play no games. I'm investing to win. You feel what I'm saying? And a lot of the people that's in here, these dudes invest in thousands. These dudes freaking getting returns. That's crazy. So like, we not in here talking no, no, uh, he said the market always goes back up. You're right, it does. See, I'm a long-term investor. 
I'm not a day trader. I don't do the day trades. I'm a long-term investor. You feel me? Frame Runner said use MetaTrader for app for day trading. Yeah, I don't really do the day trading like that. I might get into it. I might get into it, but I try to stick to, you know, um, I'm a more conservative investor. You feel me? One stop says square bigger than Bitcoin. Own iPay ETF. You will own all payment systems. Square, PayPal, Venmo, Visa, and MasterCard. Word. I pay ETF. So, Angry Man, if you do a few crypto show, your viewership will double fast, i.e. donations. Just mention Bitcoin and crypto in the header. You will pop fast. Or appreciate that. Nah, y'all not giving me information overload. I'm just taking it in. I'm just taking it in. Alexander said, Angry Man Now might be a great time to get Litecoin and Dodge. Buying one of these two can probably get you an airdrop token called Flare for free. Word. Yeah, I got some Dodge. I just got it just now. I got it just now. But yo, I'm about to get up out of here because I'm going to try to do a boss talk show in a timely manner. Y'all already know what it is, man. I will be back later on tonight for boss talk to talk masculinity, manhood, and maybe even money. We may continue this conversation. Um, so make sure you guys tune in. I'm going to try to do the show at nine. If I don't do it at nine, it'll definitely be at 10 o'clock. So make sure you tune in for that show. Um, and I will be back tomorrow to talk more conservative talk on the street conservative. Y'all already know what it is, man. And the playback of this will be available on the website. So make sure you become a $20 patron of the show. That way you'll be able to see the replays of shows like this where we talk money and all of that good stuff. Y'all already know what it is. But other than that, keep the faith, keep the pride, hold the line. Stay conservative, my friends. I'm going to holler at you guys later. Deuces.